Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yo, everyone, welcome back to another edition of the Wash Your Flavor podcast. A little bit of a special edition today. But before we get into that, welcome back to my good friend Gabe. What's up? Uh, I wasn't ready for it. I was happy until you talked. He's trash. <laughs> now he's a good boy. So why, what, what happened last week? Where were you? I had to work. Got extended hours. Man, I've been trying to figure out life. It's been Has it been successful? No. Actually, you know what? It's... Things that my fortunes turned around, you guys. Things are starting to look up for me. You're 28. I might not. So it's about time. I might. I might not kill myself till next year. But what a sh- what a shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, how's your week been? <clears throat> Pretty good. Can't complain. Just grinding, bro. Grinding, grinding hard. <laughs> same, same old shit. Same old shit. Nice and day. tell man, you brought us. You brought a special friend today. A special guest. Tell yeah, we it. have a special guest in the building. My boy, Block Uno. Is here to join us. What's popping? What's popping? Thanks for joining us, Block. So, Block, you just released an EP on SoundCloud. Is it on any other platforms apart from SoundCloud? I'm about to put it on the, all the other streaming services. We just wanted to do a revision, but we promised the fans that November 15th, so we dropped what we had, and then I'm going to put up a revised version. Beauty, man. Do you, li- do you like how it turned out? Yeah, yeah, I really like how it turned out. I'm just looking forward to making another one now. That's usually how it goes. I make that one, and it's like, all right, I don't want to listen to that anymore. Let's make something else. So how long would it take you to get those four tracks, perfect them, then throw them together? Honestly, we'll make like 20 and then pick four. No, so you have some in the bank ready to yeah, go. I have a lot in the bank. But you don't want to wanna be releasing them too fast, nah. right? you got to keep the people hungry. Yeah, you got to, you know what's the word I mean just keep them on the, the string I guess yeah, if you want to give it to them all right away then they're going to be like alright he ran out of gas <laughs> one good project and that's it so might as well just little projects like this and either hit or miss that way it's only four and if I did miss on that I didn't like any okay I got some more coming let's try again right on man so tell us a little bit about um, about that first song that we played into the title of it and what it stands for just get a little bit closer to the mic right. too. okay well that one was TNAD that's basically called for it's uh, no, the North American dream. So not the American dream, basically what I've grown up wanting from a little kid, but it's evolved more now, but what, like the basis of what 
a kid wants and they grow up. A nice car, a nice house, beautiful girl, and a bunch of fucking money. <laughs> I mean, so that's basically what that song's about, like working towards getting those and being comfortable, making sure the family's stable. Stuff. He's like using that. your swears today, so my <laughs> swear. <laughs> yeah. he gets, he gets your swear jar. He's a loud man. He actually knows what he's doing. No, that's what I'm saying. But you don't get any today. I'm sorry. You don't, you might not know this, but I've I've been a lot better since you've been gone, buddy. Yeah, I, I think he catches himself now. Last week was a fully <laughs> clean pod. It was good. Yeah, it you was almost good. you almost won the football part, but then you caught yourself. So. You're so and far away from the you're so don't, you're so far away from the mic right now, and no one probably even heard what you said. Nah, they all heard me. You can hear me. Like, I'm yelling. They can hear me. Don't don't be afraid to get a little closer, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Papa and Block have to share a mic. I don't think don't think they're liking yeah. it too much. <laughs> no lips would be put on this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I mean. You guys kind of mentioned it before the pod, but I don't listen to that music as much as you guys do. No, I don't. I'm just that being honest. Music. That music. That music. That music. <laughs> no, I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. I'm being honest right now. But I actually really enjoyed the track, so that was really good. And I think it is good for the for the first release, just to keep it nice and short and sweet to those four songs. So yeah. what, what was your first creation, and then what kind of was the one that you finished on, and how did you choose those four specifically? Um. Okay, so TNAD, I made that on my grandma's couch. Like, I literally woke up in the middle of the night. I already had the beat and just was mumbling shit and just recorded on my iPhone, plugged the phone into the laptop, took the vocals, slapped it on, and then just had the demo version before I went to the the studio to actually do it. But that was one of the first ones that was done. And then Betcha, Stack It Up, and Realer Than Thou. Realer Than Thou was done like two years ago. So I had that sitting there. I hadn't used it, so I'm like, all right, this fits. Stack It Up was done, like, three months ago. Me and Gibbs did that. So it's not really like we made all of them at the same time. We'll just make a bunch of tracks, and we'll just sit and just chill, and then we'll just talk about life and shit. And then we'll be like, oh, yo, remember that track? Pull that one up right now, and let's see how it sounds. And then we'll either add or take away, and then just, it's like, all right, I think we should release something, because we released something three months ago. Let's put something out. All right, pick four. And then I'll just ask Gibbs. I'll be like, yo, what's your favorite? He'll say, and I'm like, all right, these are my favorites. And then we'll just basically we'll just have a discussion and just pick the tracks and mix them, master it, put it out, and then it's on to the next. Right? Tell uh, us, who's Gibbs? Gibbs, um, he's uh, Audio by Gibbs on Instagram, if you want to follow. I'm not sure his Twitter, but Audio by Gibbs on Instagram. Gibbs is a producer and mixing engineer. Okay. So I take my songs from what I hear, and I bring it to him, and he puts his little, you know, his um, ear to it, and he said, okay, bring this up or take this down or add this in to make it more universal. Right, right, That's how, you know, the sound comes together versus me just doing my demo and it sounds more smaller because he makes it bigger. Okay. He makes the sound more, gets across to more people as opposed to, like, the bedroom producer who would understand the lingo I'm speaking through the sonics of my recording. How how do you guys link up? Like, is he a childhood friend, like Papa, Um, or you guys just through work? My friend Franchise who's featured on TNAD. He's the second verse on there. We met through him from um, Franchise. used to be enrolled at Remix Project, and he used to bring me there to meet a lot of people and stuff. And then Gibbs was just there. We are playing beats, and I heard his beats. He heard mine, and it's like, yo, we should link up. And ever since then, we've just been going to the studio together, half and half on stuff, like, hey, studio's this much. I'll pay this much. You pay this much. Let's just go in there and get the most out of it. And ever since then, three projects deep so far. Why are you making this man pay for studio time when you can just bring him up in here? <laughs> These mics don't even work. No. That's a good point. So how do you two uh, know each other, Papa and Block? Uh, so I went to 
Boys and Girls Club, which is a... Uh, East Scarborough. Yeah, East Scarborough camp um, a couple years back. and Popular, long, long time ago. We were like... Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was like, like 13, Yeah, yeah bro, Day right? ones, yeah. eh? Day ones. I forgot I'm 25, though. Like, I still <laughs> feel young. So, yeah, no, but um, I met him back then. And then, uh, yeah, from there, it was just like... It, it's kind of funny, though, because like, he actually kind of reached out to me a little bit year, uh, some couple years after because he ended up moving up to Ajax, and I was already in Durham. And he'd met, like, a couple of people that I'd already known. So, like, we kind of linked up through there again, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this is probably, like, the third time that we got back together and stuff. So, let's do Third time in what? Yeah. Like, like actually, like, years. Oh, okay. I've been, like, building back on the rapport again. Yeah. Right, right, right. I got you. Yeah, so we know each other for, for kids, bro. Papa, do you do any, do you dabble in any of the music stuff? Do you want, do you want to get involved here with Block? <laughs> Like, nah, I never really... interludes, bro. (laughs) 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 I probably could, but nah. um, Nah, like, I I enjoy hip-hop. Like, I'm a huge hip-hop head. Like, everyone who knows me knows that. But, I mean, I've always, like, wanted to probably dabble in, like, doing a little bit of rap. And, like, I tried producing when I was in university, but I quickly gave up on that. Um, So, like, eh. Why, man? Follow your dream, man. The North American dream. (laughs) Follow it. (laughs) Maybe somewhere down the line, but, like, for now, no. I'm I'm more, more like, appreciative of just, like, covering it and, like, meeting artists and stuff like that. So, So, so Block, you you talked about your your boy Gibbs. How important is it to have another, like, set of ears and set of eyes to kind of, when you create something yourself, no matter what it is, music, whether you're writing, whatever it may be, right. it's always hard to self-analyze because you've created it yourself mm. from scratch. So how, like I said, do you ever? Does he ever say something and then you disagree with that? Oh but you, man, we disagree all the time. <laughs> Sometimes Gibbs doesn't like what I have to say. Probably like you fucking. Well, I guess I'll curse again. You can curse. Yeah, you, like, forget what Gabe oh, yeah. says. Gibbs is probably he's probably like you fucking asshole. Why'd you say that? You're an asshole, but. We already we already established like from when we start working there like don't take anything I say personal. I'm not gonna take anything you say personal because it's for the betterment of the project. So the way I look at it like if there's a thousand people in the world that are exactly like me, and they'll get my like what I'm trying to communicate, and you have a thousand, that's two thousand, right? Mm-hmm. So why am I gonna just sit in my corner and be like, yeah, I'm not gonna fuck with nobody. I'm gonna do it myself. I'm not really gonna get that far. You know I mean, I'm have, I'll probably have a cult following. But it's not going to go anywhere past that. I'm just going to have that thousand people who like my shit. But, you know I mean, Gibbs has his following. They see that he's working over here. They're going to come over here, too, and say, oh, what's going on over here? Oh, that's Block. And the people that fuck with me, I'm like, oh, that's Gibbs. They fuck with each other. Okay, that's cool. I mean, as that adds to it. That adds to it. It just spreads, man. So it doesn't make – never made sense for me just to be like, oh, I'm going to do it myself. The only time I do stuff myself, if I, if I just need a break from all the collaboration – I'll go and be like, all right, I'm going to go cook him some, some stuff over here. I'm going to bring it back and see what you think, and then we can work like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, so, man. And what kind, of, what kind of feedback have you had so far from this EP? Um, people say it's good. So far, it's been pretty quiet, but the people who've actually responded, they say it's good. But, I mean, it takes – it's only three projects in. I've been doing it from I was, like, 18. So it's still, it's still some time to go. So I don't really look at, like, the feedback like that. I'm more – like, I tell Gibbs all this all the time. I'm more concerned about the product in the catalog. I'd rather have, like, 20 projects done, and then when you, when you finally realize, okay, he raps, he produces, and then you come and see all the, the, all the catalog you can go through, it's like, oh, shit, he's been doing this a long time, as opposed to having only three right now, and you're going through the three and then maximum eight tracks, right? On one of them, eight on Coochie and Spool, six on Black Card, and four on Say No More, right? You go through all of that, that's pretty quick. You're not going to really have much of, of, of an opinion unless a song really touches you, you know what I mean? So I'd rather have the full catalog 
that's why I like to put out shorter projects so I can just keep on putting out more content so you understand more of the the storyline behind it. That way, when you finally get it, like, oh, you've been working. All right, I can get down with this. It's consistent. So they so, kind of have, sorry. Yeah, they kind of have the SoundCloud rapper thing going on oh, right girl, now. Right. So, like, what I mean, and I, I think, like, the, some of the new wave rappers and stuff are pretty much doing the opposite of what you said. Right. Um, it is like they're popping off like one song, right? Like you got all those guys, like Little Peep and like Zanny or whatever. And like all those guys are doing one song and yeah, like blowing up. Yeah. And like, I guess, I mean, I, I would see, say a lot of people don't really see them as artists and stuff. So is that why kind of your direction is different? Like you nah, want quality out? really have nothing to do with them, really. It has to do with like, I look at who's at the top of the game, who's moving the most product in the game, like the Jay-Zs and the Diddies and stuff. They're not one-hit wonders. It's all consistent. Yeah, back then they put out a lot, like albums with like 16 songs, but there was at least two songs on there that were fucking undeniable bangers that we still play to today, like Big Pimpin' or whatever songs did he produce for um, Biggie or Mary J. Blige, right? We still bang some of those songs today, so that's what I'm looking at. I don't want that one big hit, and then when all the, f- the fame and the money's coming in, it's coming in so fast, I can't fucking handle it. I'd rather build up to it and see the mistakes that I'm making along the way. That way, when that big break does come, like, all right, I'm ready, let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you blow up fast, you're fucked. Unless you are destined, that's your destiny and to deal with that, you're fucked. And if you got, like, if you do it off, this is what, um, what's it say? So I saw the Black concert last week, and he was saying this, basically the same thing you were saying, that, like, these SoundCloud rappers, like, if you if you uh, blow up off that one song that's not even really your sound or your wave, yeah. that's what they're going to expect from you from here Every on time, out, right? Exactly. So. You kind of want to stay more like true to your form and art and that. So yeah, just uh, I resent that SoundCloud rapper term. A girl called me that the other day. And I wanted to <laughs> no. Well, I mean like SoundCloud. <laughs> I would say I, I would say I want to slap her, but with all the Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> 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 I very mad. But I mean, but like overall, SoundCloud's like it's been great for like the yeah, hip hop scene. Yeah, like, like, what did you call fucking before SoundCloud? It's turned into an insult what'd now. What you call though? them fucking um. Before there was SoundCloud. Oh, they're they're, they're commercial rappers. Yeah, they're commercial. Yeah, the, okay. the like, ringtone rappers too. Ringtone rappers, mixtape yeah. handouts. Like, yeah, you're handing out your mixtape. But because you get those guys, that none of them have complete albums. Like like Little Peep and like none of those dudes had complete albums. You know what the messed up thing is though? Why they give you these terms? Every artist you see now blowing up right now. Every artist went through that. It's just you weren't there to see it. Because yeah. the execs back then, when they had that big hit, it's like, this is a great hit, but you're not going to perform it. We're going to take it from you, keep working, and we're going to give it to someone who's already popping to help them. You'll get your chance. Right, you know I mean? okay. I.e., like, the Neils and the Dreams. You see, when you find out, oh, they wrote that? They made that beat? You're like, oh, shit. That was their song that they were singing. They're like, yo, I have one. And then the execs like, nah, nah, nah. This is for Beyonce. You <laughs> keep working, Neil. You get to sing when you're mad and fucking all Frank Ocean, shit, too. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's like Party Next Door right now. Yeah. Yeah. Is he writing for everyone? Well, he yeah, he writes for a lot of people, and like a lot of his tracks end up getting taken by like Drake and like Rihanna and stuff like and that. And sometimes so. it just happens to be like, yo, they have better execution, yeah, because they've been doing it longer, like work and with Party and Rihanna. You hear Party's version, and you hear Rihanna's version, like, yeah, this is for Rihanna. Man. And like some I, of those aren't taken off if it wasn't the name behind it. Either. Yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. have your Drake, and exactly. they're getting paid. Like I know yeah. they're they're making oh, their money oh, from it, so you can't crazy. can't really feel that bad for them. But yeah, I know what you're saying. So like Block Uno. So how like how did you come up with this name Block Uno? Oh, like where did that come from? Okay, I, w- I did one year in Durham College for music business management till I figured out that that fucking place is a fucking farm and they just <laughs> steal, steal your fucking. Wait, co- college is a scam? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I think oh, college okay. is a scam. All but right. Durham College music business management program is pretty decent if you really want to get into it. But school for me, 
It's not really for me to sit down and regurgitate shit to you, don't answer your questions. But yeah, I was in the block that I was in was block one. There's two blocks. There's block um, A uh-huh. and there's block B. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, block uno. And I think you used to call everyone in my class block uno. Right? Uh-huh. And then it caught on and everyone's like, oh, I'm in block uno. And kids were in block B. Like, what the fuck's that? <laughs> 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 you need to get it, right? So after when I left, I'm like, all right, that's what I'm going to use. I'm going to call it block myself, block uno and whatever under that umbrella falls under that umbrella. And that's just how it happened, bro. I went through a bunch of names, bro. Fucking... Plush Daddy. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm glad you I'm came. Glad you. I'm glad you're be here right now. I'm not interviewing <laughs> a someone named guest, Plush, Plush Daddy. Daddy. Yeah. Fucking Puff Primo. <laughs> <laughs> Primo and Soft Man. Yeah, we're, well, happy you stuck with Block Uno. <laughs> yeah, Wasn't Primo like your old Twitter handle? Too? Yeah, 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 Primo yeah, was yeah, my old. I think of that pasta bro. sauce when I think of Primo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what Barnani commercial. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you quickly uh, run through the other three songs you released on this EP? Tell us a little bit about them. Then if it's cool with you, uh, stick around for the pod. We'll talk some sports and shit with you. How's right, that sound? For sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, man. Um, okay, track number one, Realer Than Thou, is basically just me saying, yo, I, I never sold drugs. I never fucking bust a cap in someone's ass or put two in your dome or split your wig or did molly and that, but that doesn't make you any better or realer than me at this fucking rapping shit or making beats like i'm still gonna do it so that's what i champion that's my brand like i didn't do all that shit you guys are bragging about like popping percocets or selling drugs or you know what i mean but i'm still gonna do just as good you and get just as much money because i still have a brain bro yeah i I don't need to all that gimmicky shit to prop me up somewhere i'm still gonna get it so that's realer than that that's what that's about TNAD, the North American Dream, is just about like being a young kid, what you want out of life. You know what I mean? The most meniscal like things you can think of, like a car and a nice pretty girl, you know what I mean? That's like the basis. Then there's betches, basically just being at a club and a guy's hollering at a girl, but you know, you and the girl know who she's going home with. <laughs> so you're like, not and, Papa. And mind you, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. On this guy, he's from the burb. <laughs> Arriving alone and leaving alone. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So yeah, betcha's just about like you and the girl know. Like the girl's like, I'm coming home, I'm leaving with you, but this guy over here wants to buy me free drinks. <laughs> so you're like, all right, cool, do your thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Meanwhile, the guy's still talking. Yo, I'm gonna get this girl. You're like, all right, man, cool. <laughs> Like, do your thing, but you know she's coming with me, man. Like, I already told you. No worry, I'm a finesse about So, yeah, that's what Betch is gonna, about. I'm going to make a nickel. song about being that other guy. I got you 10 drinks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking, we made us, she made us drinks to drink. We <laughs> kind of thing. But, yeah, and then the stack it up is basically just uh, talking to everybody. Like, one of the lines is, and the hook is like, whether you're 9 to 5 or moving below, stack it up, stack it up. Single mama's got to know, stack it up, stack it up. Never had a daddy, though, stack it up, stack it up. Flip it, then we got to get some more stuff, stack it up. And then it keeps going blue, purple, green, burgundy. Just talking about the colors of the money, right? So basically, he's just talking to anybody. Like, yo, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Just make sure you're stacking your paper and getting to, towards the dream you want to get to. Like, it's not about being the cool guy or being the drug dealer or being the guy that gets a lot of girls or the girl with all the fucking red bottoms or the big house. Like, you can get all of that. But at the end of the day, just know what you're doing it for. Just don't be doing it because, hey, this is cool. This is going to get me friends and girls and people are going to like me. Like, if you're going to go get money, whether it's illegal or legal, make sure you know what you're getting it for, man. And that's basically the whole tape. And then you say, say no more. And it basically just hits on all the topics I'm trying to touch. And after that, I mean, I'm done talking about that. I'm never going to address that again to you. Like, if you want to know what I'm about, just hit up that tape, say no more.
I think that's like one of the dopest things about your project too is that like you're staying true to who you actually are. Like yeah. knowing you and like knowing where you come from, like you could easily have just gone and been like, oh, I was like pushing this amount of oh, weight. Yeah, I, I was doing all this other yeah. stuff. Like you could have been saying that on these tracks, but like you kept it to your actual yeah. personality and like who you actually are and like yeah. kept it to what you know about. So yeah. I think that's like one of the dopest things. Like you're not trying to be all these other rappers out I here. I can't and like it, bro. BS But bro, just a side note, it'd be so easy to do that. Yeah. To talk about fucking selling drugs and I'm gonna take your bitch. First of all, if you fucked her, I probably don't want to touch her after. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are into. Why'd you look at me when you say <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> in general, like, yeah. that just Agreed. If Ben fucks her, we don't. Like just stuff like that to me is just like Yo, that's corny, bro. Like you're okay. You took some man's girl. It's still his girl. So you guys are basically, you know, you're sharing her. So just. Just say that. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to take your bitch and fuck her and send it back. All right, you're still lonely, bro. Like, what's, how is that cool? Like, I'll, to me, that's not cool. So that's well, I don't think to anyone is cool. <laughs> no, trust me, bro. To some of these guys rapping, I that's mean, a cool that, thing, that, that, bro. Cool. What, do you, <laughs> what do you think of, and I know I say we, we get off on the last one, but I, I have another I question. I got one more question, too, afterwards. Okay, so. well, I'll take it in turns. Me first. Um, <laughs> what do you think right now of the the current scene of music, tell us a little bit about what artists you're into and what um, your inspirations, and also a little bit touch on what you think of the mainstream kind of hip hop rap scene right now, and, and is it the real deal compared to like the kind of more underground stuff? That's two questions, bro. Yeah, but anyways, it's, it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a compound <laughs> question. Um, I'm into. Hold on, okay. I'm more into the 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 artists in the music industry that are making business moves. Like Jay-Z, what he did with Samsung a few years back and what he did with Sprint and Tidal this year. Those things interest me. I don't really give a fuck about... The, the cadences are cool. I mean, like, quote-unquote, Migos flow, but really it's not Migos flow. It's been being used forever. It's just popular now. But those flows are fun. I mean, I get it. They're not really saying nothing, but that's that's their thing. Because, like, listening to, like, interviews and stuff, it's, it's, it's kind of hard for them to be super lyrical because... The rappers that came before them were super lyrical. It's like you can't really top that. So you had to make something up of your own, right? So I don't really, that's why I don't really get mad at them for that. It's cool to listen to when you're having fun and stuff. But when it comes to like music wise, I just look to who's making moves. Like Diddy just got um, French Montana his own Ciroc, French Vanilla. So that's going to move product, right? So that's going to bring in units. You, again, like you have the title and sprint deal. Uh, you, you give them a third of the company. Every time I have product to release, what? You're a phone company and you have phones, a screen, and millions of people's face. Here, put my content on that phone so they can see it. I don't need the fucking radio. You know what I mean? I don't need you guys. I have my own shit. Like, any rapper opening up their own pipeline so they can move their own product, that's what I look up to. When I see shit like that, I was like, holy shit, I can't wait to be able to do shit like that. You know what, what, I mean? what about, like, I mean, everyone kind of, like, respects, like, Jay-Z and right. Diddy and all that. But, though, like, is there any, like, new wave rappers that, like, seem that, that I listen like, to? The, not, not even listen to, but, like... Just kind of that, like, you know, like, just business-wise or, like, the actually moves. making a career of it or anything. Because, like, everyone knows, like, Diddy and Drake, Jay-Z are going to do it Drake, and stuff. obviously. Yeah. I don't... If there is, maybe I don't know what they're doing. It hasn't been publicized because, like, I, already, I can only know what I read upon them and what they want to put out there. I'm yeah. pretty sure there's a bunch of rap, rappers doing, like, crazy. I think Yachty did a deal with Nautica where he's, like, the creative director or something. Like, all those recent designs, he did it. I even got a jacket from that. I think he played a part in that so that's cool but that's more of him leveraging his celebrity celebrity as opposed to opening, being like opening his own pipeline creative you know I mean? special he's just they're like okay if you put this on kids are gonna buy it so here we'll let you be creative yeah make whatever you want whereas 
all the other guys that I mentioned, they created their own pipeline. Like, that's not stopping. Like, when you t- pick up a bottle of Ciroc, the first thing you think of, okay, Diddy has fucking lots of money. He has a big house. Cassie's his fucking girlfriend. She's beautiful. All his baby moms are cool with each other because he has money. And that's what you think. <laughs> I'm going to drink Ciroc. I'm going to turn into Diddy. It's Diddy juice. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's that's all it is. Right? That's, that's, a, that's the name right? of the episode. Diddy <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, juice. Nah, nah, none, none of that. that. If that's what you like to do in your own spare time, <laughs> just like um pure Eddie Trudeau does, what a man does in the privacy of his own bedroom is his business. That's up to you. But yeah, I just use yeah, that. Yeah, but don't worry about it. <laughs> I just use that term, Diddy juice, just to explain. It. Like when you, I look up to rappers that make products that when you touch them, you think you feel like them. I mean, when I put on the Nautica thing, I didn't feel like Lil Yachty. I felt more like Biggie because I saw Biggie wearing it. Yeah. I mean, when you can get your brand to that level, that's what I look up to. Like, just you're bigger than music. Like, you walk somewhere and people are just like, oh, my God, it's fucking such and such. Let me fucking like sign sign my fucking face for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, stuff like that. Like, Yachty and them get that, too, but I'm talking like longevity, bro. Like, Pop, is there anyone like that, do you think, after Drake, like that actually has like, I'm right just trying now? to think now. Yeah, I think, like Yachty's probably the closest. Like I know maybe Rocky like, too with the fashion and stuff. As yeah, well. anything ASAP yeah. Rocky. Yeah. Whereas kids out here put it. I swear to you, that guy puts on stockings one day. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. You see those new fucking um, what are those shoes called? The big ugly clunky ones. The um, they're not Raph Simmons or whatever. The Saint Laurent. Nah. The, oh, the Balenciagas. Yeah, those things is fucking ugly, bro. <laughs> the fucking big clunky the one ones. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if we're talking about the same one. Yeah, bro. The big clunky. Well, half that shit's ugly. They look like old shoes. Yeah, bro. I, think, I think I know what you're talking big about. Clunky. I think I know what you're talking about. And yo, because Rocky put them on, bro. Everyone wants them. I like what he's doing with fashion. That's for sure. He's pushing it forward, but I ain't wearing the shit. No, no. Fair, yeah, fair enough. You don't like it, but. He's, I ain't showing off my, my fucking bosom. And no <laughs> I ain't into that. That's yeah, not for me. But, but yeah, just like, yeah, Rocky, you can throw Rocky in there. J. Cole for touring. Mm. J. Cole's touring numbers are fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jake, but he's like seems like straight music and stuff too. Odd Future is pretty good too. They had that show and like everything and pushing that yeah, brand. Tyler, they, Tyler they got store, skate that fucking the cat merchandise. Shit yeah, yeah, they got skate stuff. Like he brand, they did a good job of branding yeah. stuff too as well. So that's I more put, of a cult. I put it. Yeah, 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 but like yeah. that's what you got to start. Did we ever figure out what that Toronto bar was that J Cole wasn't allowed into? Remember when that came out? That J Cole, J Cole was in Toronto touring, and he tried to get into a bar. You were the you were the one that told me that. I thought it was Strowman. No, it was J. Cole. And he couldn't get into a bar, but I couldn't find the name of the bar. Did that ever come out? No. no. We, don't, no? we don't know what the name Toronto is. Toronto bars are Probably EFS, so. though. Yeah, probably. I don't know. So you're mentioning just before like we started uh, recording that you said you, you used the, um, one of the samples that you're talking about. Right. Uh, who who was that? Like, oh, was Led that? Zeppelin. Because oh. uh, that beat caught my ear, so I just, I'm just curious. What song was it by Led Zeppelin? I forget what it's called, but it's a song by Led Zeppelin. What I'm talking, I figure out. But yeah, I was just I was at the library, bro. And I like what I do is I'll I'll just go somewhere wherever, and I'll sit down there for hours, like four hours, sometimes like the whole day, just on YouTube going through like songs. I'll listen to entire songs, and something just hits my ear, and I will stop right there, chop it up, flip it so that. It like I can use it to like the cadence I want to use it at, and then just make a song out of so, it. So what was the like? What was the process like be- behind that? Do you just hear it and then right away, or you sat on it for a bit, or what? I heard it at the library, the actual song. And as soon as I heard the part I wanted, I downloaded the song and I got up and I left the library and I went home. Went home and, and got just on started. That. Cause I heard it and it was just like, 
it was like that Eureka, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Do-do-do-do. Got up. And when I made it, and then a couple of days later, I went to the studio. I'm like, yo, Gibbs, I got something. Played it. He's like, yo. I'm like, all right. And I muted the hook. I always do that. I mute the lyrics when I play. And I'm like, all right, I got something else for it. And I played the hook. So, you know, and then I had the bounce. He's like, okay, that one's, that's one. Let's finish that. Let's work on that one. And then we'll just, we'll try and get to it as quickly as possible before, like, the feeling's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we just keep going. But I'm trying to find that sample right now to figure out which one, what song it was. I think I remember what album it was from. Have you ever had one of those eureka moments and you you thought of a sick beat and then you just can't act on it and then you forget all about it? You, do you know what I mean? Yeah, bro. There's a lot of shit I forget. Oh, <laughs> yeah? Does that ever just come back to you like a week later? Like, Sometimes, oh, shit. But most of the time, once it's, it's like the universe is like, here you go, do something about it ASAP. And then you or just can't. you're never getting this back again. And sometimes I just don't listen. Most of the time I don't listen. It's just like, <laughs> there goes the idea. But because it's part of me like now, like it comes more easy. I don't really trip over. When I first started making music and I lost that idea, I'd be pissed for days. Like, fuck, man. I can't remember that fucking sample. I mean, sometimes you relax a little bit. It'll come back. But majority of the time, it's like, yo, universe said, here you go. And you didn't take advantage of it. It's like, all right, fuck you then. You're going to have to find you something else. So this one's gone. I'm going to give this to somebody else. Like, a lot of times producers, they'll hear a beat that someone else made. They're like, fuck. Why did I make I that? I should have made that. And it's <laughs> like, that's the idea they forgot. You know what I mean? To give someone else, fell, fell on someone else's brain. But the sample for a TNAD is from a song by Led Zeppelin called Babe, I'm Going to Leave You. So it's from that song. So you, pro- you produced and uh, obviously rapped on this album. So... What's the process for when you're making music? Do you start with the beat first and then start rapping, or do you start with the writing process first and then try and match the beat to your writing? I watch a movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't start with music or anything. I find I watch a movie if I have a video game near me, I play a video game or I read a book on whatever I'm interested in. So like how I I told you like I'm interested in who moves the most product. I'll go watch a movie on like fucking. Frank Lucas or drug dealings or something, just to get in that mind frame of, okay, this is the price point for this, this is the area we're moving it, just to get in that mind frame, like how to move product. I mean, and then I just think about that stuff and all their principles that goes behind that person moving that kind of product. I mean, I take from that, then I'll read something on someone, like I'm reading a book right now on, um, what's that man's name now? I can't remember his name. The music executive worker with in Houston. Oh, even I think I know this. Fuck the boss. Working with who? The guy who, the, the guy who, the guy who murdered uh, people? No, he murdered people. The book's my bad. Hold on. Um, I think like Phil Spector. <laughs> what? Ooh, I don't know. No. He's the guy with the crazy hair that killed that person. Oh, Clive Davis. Okay. So I'll read books on like guys like that and get in like that mind frame and then I'll just talk about that. Like I have a song called Riss. Like I was watching Marco Polo before I made Black Card. Like. So you have like Asian samples and stuff. I was just watching. I'm like, oh, it's like you you listen to the soundtracks of the shows, or you watch the show. I'll, I'll listen to the sound the Man. soundtrack. So it's a lot I never I never thought songs. about it that way. Stuff like Ever. that makes me wish I had like a creative bone in my body. <laughs> like, that, like I appreciate those all those like old Kanye samples. Like just listening through music, I got old records and like, going through that. But I wish I could hear that and then be like, I can do something with this. Yeah. Instead, it's, it's just like, like I sit there and I'm like, oh. it's like Diddy tells a story about Kanye. Like he's he caught Kanye in the studio watching movies one time. He's like, Yo, what the fuck you doing? 
doing? I spent all this thousands of dollars on studio time here watching movies. Kanye's like, I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, That's Kanye like, being Kanye. And, yeah. <laughs> and I, I related to him. Like, I get it, man. Like, I, you can't be making beats all the time. You need inspiration, yes. bro. I want to be doing stuff like you that. You could, bro. Like, you'd be surprised, bro. No, 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 no. Trust nah, me. Nah, trust me, bro. The new Thor movie. Thor Ragnarok. There's a line in the movie. I won't tell you who said it because I don't know if you guys watched it. I have seen it. There's, have you guys seen it? There's, seen, there's, a, line, oh there's a line where, where Thor, says, Thor says, You go to the movie alone. Thor says, That's, This is impossible. She's like, You have no idea what's possible. And that hit. That line hit me. It's right. We have no idea what we're capable of. We're just here right now. You have no idea. You probably have crazy creative bones in your body, but you keep telling yourself, Nah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, he, Am, yeah, I ne- Gabe. am I negative, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, I bet you wish you were that deep. Eh? <laughs> I, like, I just up, said I wish I was creative bro, and deep. you came up with those questions. That's creative. Uh, uh, Papa did most of the questions. On a, <laughs> on a different level, but... No, no, I feel... Like, it's not like I don't, like, have a creative... But, like, music-wise, I just... It's kind of envious. I'm kind of envious to just can hear that. And you should that. hear my first shit. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. even think this is... this As great as, if, as I'm going to be, this is just so practice. But my first shit, I wouldn't... It was you, all my shit used to be up on SoundCloud. I took it out. I'm like, there's no way I'm letting you guys hear this shit. It's not, it's not good enough. I'm just getting more confident now to pull shit. Like my first shit, terrible, terrible. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh. Do you think know. if you ever or whenever you make it uh, big, you'll go back and kind of remaster those tracks and try and bring them back a little bit? I would, but Gibbs wouldn't let me. No, he's <laughs> <laughs> like they should stay buried. Yeah, this bro, this whole project was up to me. I'd still be revising it. I mean, it's Gibbs is really like, yo, nah, bro, like, just drop it, don't worry. Because me, I'll fucking spend all day. Like, I'll revise it, put it up, take it down, switch the cover, and I don't like the cover anymore. <laughs> let's do this cover. But, I mean, Gibbs is more of the, like, all right, let's just do this and leave it next. I'll fucking spend all day, man. And I made the covers for my shit, too. So, I do basically everything creatively. I don't Wait, I, like, you drew them, or? I did all this. The covers, is, it's a picture of me, and I just edited oh, it. Oh, choo-choo-choo. All the covers. Like, everything creatively I do, except for mix. I let Gibbs just deal with that, so he has his own, his his touch on it. The album is "Say No More." It's on SoundCloud, soon to be on all streaming services. So, just before we move into the culture, I just got one quick question. So, you said your inspiration is like movies and stuff like that. So, on your last EP, um, which was sorry, your last EP, uh, "Coochie Inspo." There we go. Uh, what was the inspiration behind that? Like, where'd you come oh, up with the name? God, and like, God. is there a girl in Toronto that uh, I got that the is sweetest <laughs> piece of pussy that summer? I ain't saying her name. I knew there's a girl. I ain't saying that. what I, she, I ain't saying what she looks that. like because if I say what she looks like, she's gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, she has a very distinct look. I ain't saying nothing, but I got. And if her boyfriend's listening, she's still your girlfriend. <laughs> I didn't take her. You guys were broken up at the time, and she wanted to have some fun. She's a wonderful young lady, and no disrespect, all the best to you guys. But, yo, she gave me the sweetest piece of pussy this summer, and that's what Coochie is supposed about. That whole thing's based on her. So if eight, she listens, eight tracks get, off that girl. Yo, she eight listens, t- <laughs> Wait, you made a whole album about her. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if, she, if she listens carefully, she'll probably pick up oh, like, wait a second. Man. Wait, we did that. That's we some like that, Kanye, man. Kim Kardashian, Amber Rose yeah, stuff is, right that there. Is, that is dope, actually. That was like, wow, good for her, though. I want to meet this girl. <laughs> right, when we're done recording, can I just see some pictures? She, she's like, an amazing person, man. A, I, I have she said she still has a boyfriend. If she came back right now and be like, hey. I'm with you. I'm like, all right, cool. I think everyone has that girl. Jeez. Yeah, of course. I mean, yours went on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
That's someone different. That's not the person I had in mind. They all go on vacation. They all go on vacation. All my girls go on vacation. What does coochie in school mean? And because some of them know her, I just be like, oh, no, this title came up with. But because I'm here and no one knows, I'd be like, yeah, it was about such and such, man. And it might be more than one girl who thinks about them, but no, it's not about you. It's, not, <laughs> it's about her. Okay. Cause you do you do get pretty graphic on a lot of those tracks oh, yeah. too. Like you're talking some shit. My little and brother a- listens to it, <laughs> and he's 14. And when he's playing it out loud, he's like, "Yo, I like this song." I'm like, "Ah, uh, I don't know if I want you. To <laughs> I don't know if I want you to listen to that, man. Mom might kill me, bro." But it's like it was what it is, man. I had to just let it out, and I like the project. There's some good beats on. Yeah, there. yeah. There's there are some good tracks some on there good too. Some good tracks on. I like that. But hopefully, when I go back, that stand the test of time. But yeah, it's about it. It's about it. Wonderful young lady, man. Good. Can't wait to see pics off the air. Once again, say no more. Block Uno on SoundCloud. I want to see this girl right now, man. (laughs) (laughs) I saw. Let's do a little creeping. I follow her. Someone who I follow. I follow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure Gabe and Papa are tired of hearing me try and talk about the culture segment and all the stuff going on in the world. So, Block's going to stick around. We're going to talk some culture. Absolutely. Papa, tell. Tell us the story you were telling us about the uh, while you were at work the other day. Yeah, so this segment is brought to you by people who operate wheelchairs whilst drunk. So, like, I, I say operate, but, I mean, they're stuck to that wheelchair, essentially. Um, but I was at – I'm not going to divulge, like, where I was, but basically I was at work, and I sold this guy a beer, and he happened to be in a wheelchair. And it popped into my mind that are people in wheelchairs, like, allowed to get wasted? Like, can they get drunk out of their mind because – that is a vehicle that they're operating, so like it's not a car. They're under the influence. It's a yeah, okay, person. but it's, it's and we're gonna run over your pinky though. toe, and you're gonna be upset. You could, like, you could ram someone would with. Would a reasonable it? human being even want to operate a wheelchair when they're drunk? Yes. Yeah. If you have, if you're missing your legs, you're gonna want to be drunk, man. Like you can't walk. <laughs> I'm, I'm not you're gonna, gonna <laughs> like you're gonna want to be drunk. Go full like. Captain I'm, I'm Man not, from first. I'm go. not saying they're not allowed to. I'm just saying like, should they be allowed to get wasted though? I but would, you can be drunk, you sure. You have no legs, yeah. bro. You can do it. I'd be you wasted want, all the you get time. A pass <laughs> yeah, you lost your legs that'd, for that'd a legit reason. Gone off perkies like, and because it was drunk, diabetes like. or the war. If you lost your legs, do whatever the fuck you want, bro. Just don't kill anybody. I still you. think it's a hazard, even for themselves. What yes. if they roll out into the street? Not to get by dark, accident. Not to get dark for a second, but I went to high school. Was good friends with a guy who got an accident, and he was in a wheelchair. And it was like the sloppiest thing taking care of this guy when you get drunk because like he's, it, it just made it hard. Did he have like, just a cast on his leg or was he? No, no, he was done. Like he couldn't walk ever again. But like you know, you grow up with them too. But he so still, like, did he still have the legs though? Or were they no, like, no, he's a wheelchair like fully waist down. No, but did he still have the? Legs? Yeah, they were there. Oh, that's but so yeah, and then like so we'd be going out and like your boy, right? You can't like he wants to come out tonight. You can't be like no. So we'd like <laughs> carry him up the stairs like weekend at Bernie's style and like bring him up and then like take him everywhere. And you get like he'd always be the drunkest person there too. So you had a nightclub trying to like deal with that. It was a. Goddamn nightmare. I've never seen a guy in a wheelchair at a nightclub. I've seen a couple. Oh, I've seen I, a couple. I went clubbing with this guy at least 40 times since bitches? like I was 18. Does he get bitches? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has a wheelchair. He has a, one of those swings in his house. Oh. For the, for, so he doesn't have to do the pump in. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! Yeah, yeah, I, I've seen it, man. I've seen it. I was like trying. I was like, what? What is this? No, thing like, sex yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 sex swing. He's got sex swing. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I hope he listens to this too. Sorry. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was like a super charismatic guy and stuff, right? And just be, accidents happen. That, he, that's, 
choice. <laughs> <laughs> to take it back to uh, the the field, to be, what? Uh, to take it back to to BMO Field, I just want to quickly say, Toronto are playing in Columbus right now. Forty two minutes gone. Toronto FC, that is, is nil nil right now. We're without Javinko and Altador though, so if we can just get a tie. There's two games, there, right? That's all we need. Yeah, so they're playing in Columbus right now. Then it's going to come back to Toronto. That's going to be insane. And how was the atmosphere of that Argos game? I heard it was like actually popping. Well, I mean, this is this game. is the culture segment. So yeah, yeah. why are we going to sports? <laughs> no, because it was dope. It was dope. This yeah, exactly. Like, it was dope now. though. It was dope though. It was dope. But um, let's move on. He was serving beer at the Argos game. That's why yeah, I brought it to the Argos. Yeah, yeah. We're we're not talk. We're not talking CFL. On the sports That is show. true, but we probably shouldn't talk also, about it. Also, who hosts this yeah, yeah. show? We're also, if we're not talking about the sports <laughs> show, we're not talking about the hip-hop part of the game. Game comes every once in a while just to question my hosting, and quite yeah, frankly. That's, uh, pop the atmosphere was lit, though, if you, if you want to know. I did, I did, that's why I asked. Honestly, the most fans I've ever seen at Argos game, and it was pretty dope. There you go, you didn't even want to talk about it. The most fans ever, you didn't even want to talk about it. I had to listen to Malcolm talk about it for two hours. So, Gabe, your favorite rapper. Lil Peep. Rest in peace, little peep. Do you see the interview with uh, Post Malone talking about? Yeah, well, I watched that with that that um, that other dude, that YouTube vlogger or whatever. He was talking about. He had a good point, and like I don't know. For me, this is like kind of kind of like close to like close to a, home. Yeah, it's it, no, it's a big deal. Like I worked in like I did my degree in sociology, and like I worked in like addictions and stuff like that, and like. Uh, I know I know some of you guys are probably going to disagree with the, uh, with me, but like a lot of people now are saying that it's hip hop. It's like people are a lot of are into like the Perkies and the morphine and the oxys and all you know, that. You know what it is? Twenty One Savage had a good point too. When today, I was, right? It's like it's they're they're speaking on they're reflecting what's going on in the world today, right? So that's hip hop. It's it's a news broadcast, right? Like what's going on within the hip hop. It's culture. the same thing and in the nineties. That's 90s what's going on. It was like eighties and nineties. Yeah. You guys were fucking shooting up crack and shit yeah. and heroin. You know what I mean? It's no different. I mean, so again, I don't I, I don't agree with all that talk, but we got to look at like what were the older heads saying. But, you were saying that same shit. Either you were taking it or you were selling it. That's what you're bragging on, right? But here's here's my point that people aren't pointing out. We got like in all those like in the states, all these like super white redneck areas. There's a huge, huge meth epidemic. Ox, no oxys and heroin. Heroin's crazy. Well, too. There's not a black person in Vancouver, and they have a huge heroin like oxy, and everyone starts off in oxys, right? So it's not it's not a music thing. It's a generation like the way like stuff is set up now, like. You're supposed to be 20, like, our parents expect you're 24, 25, you're supposed to own a house. Like, you're, like, Jewish. a lot is, a, but a lot of things <laughs> have changed. Are you, are you saying Muslim. today they expect that's you to own a house at 24, No, 25? but, like, this, the expectations and what, like, there's there's a problem within our generation of, like, it's true, un, there's unhappiness, like, with the social Jewish, media and all these and how our life. You're 40 with your wife. Yeah, you're like, my, par- my parents had a house and kid by, like, 24, and, like, yeah. people think that's the standard. Like, you guys can't tell me that you go on social media breaks. Like, it messes with your mind. Yeah. That's why we have, like, a lot of, like, problems right can, now with I our generation. What, I can relate to the depression and stuff going on because... When I was starting, to really decided like Yo, I'm gonna rap and make beats. There was a lot of, like, why are you gonna do that, whatever. And not even people talking, just in, in my head, head, me <laughs> myself, the, some voice in my head. I don't know where it came from, telling me, "Yo, you're an idiot. Why are you doing this?" But another voice, "Yo, just keep trying, keep trying." That means I can, I can relate to that duality of personality and wanting to do drugs to, to depress that, or someone dying in your your friend and you yeah. want to depress it. Like mental health is a serious thing, but at the same time. 
you can't. I don't. I don't condone the going to drugs to deal with it. Yeah, that's cool when you first start off. It's hard, but yo, you gotta, t- you gotta take control of it and be like, yo, I can't let this dictate how I'm gonna. No, live my life, of course bro. not. Obviously, like no one should do it and stuff. But I think no. I didn't say don't do it. I don't say don't do drugs. But everyone's gonna do drugs. But it's don't. Don't OD on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't let it kill you. you know but, I mean? like, the people all around Little Peep and stuff, it wasn't, like, I don't even think it was a glorified thing. Like, this dude is talking about he's not going to be around next year, like, last year. And, like, that dude had, like, serious depression. Like, he's if you're, depressed. he's rolling off, like, all that stuff every day. It's not for, like, you no know, one's dying for an image. Know, you know I what know I mean? Like, grabbed him and said, yo, go, you're going here and you're, he was, not, you're going to a rehab and you're not leaving. Yeah, look at his look at his manager said I've do. been expecting this call for a year. So like I think people are just putting way too much weight on hip hop causing this. Like obviously some people are gonna listen not to music. Play, uh, it played a part, but it's not. Uh, a cause. But I just think it's just like I think this would happen because you have people who aren't even listening to hip hop. You have all these small like Indiana towns and oh, stuff yeah, with positive. their addictions and that. So I just think it's kind of capturing more than it is causing. But look, but I look at it this way too. More people are smoking weed now because. Wiz, Wiz really pushed that weed culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why weed's popping. So you have Future and Young Thug and those guys who are the rock stars of this generation promoting that. I'm not saying whether it's good or bad to each his own, but you can't deny the effects it's having. You know what I mean? Lil people looked up to those guys. Yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I still, I still think the main thing, I think it would be happening to it. All like, starts within, but outer... Um, influences definitely itself, happen. Sure, yeah. But it starts within for sure. I still think that those guys definitely play a part in it. Like, I think it goes back to something that you said, though. Like, we're just in a generation now where everyone wants like all that success and all that fame to happen so quickly, and then once it happens, they're not ready for it. So, they get all these pressures that start getting added on to them, and because they can't handle that, they resort to no going to drugs. And no one's gonna tell you no because you're the fucking money train. Yeah, and like you, you, you have to have friends out there that are gonna look out for you too. Like a lot of people aren't looking out for you. Like look at Chris Brown. Chris Brown is definitely going through like drug problems right now, but none of his is camp he? around yeah, none uh, of his camp around him is saying anything well, about it. Like people know that he's on drugs in the industry, but no one wants to help gonna, him out. What are you gonna say to Chris Brown? <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna say, Chris? Stop. Like, they're too scared to though, like, but they I, have to. Like, like, I pay you. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> the guys, the guy, the guys close to him have to though, because yeah. once that's he passes. The funny thing is, I joke about him, but that's what he. I'm not saying that's what he wants. I don't like, but that's what a person like that would want. They'll fight it back, but they want you to be like, "Hey, you're being a fucking idiot right now. Stop." Yeah. They'll fight it off. I'm like, "No, shut up." But they, they, they need you to say, "Yo, stop doing this." I mean, they'll again. They're gonna fight it at first because you know that's how they are. They have to be strong, but they need people like that. Be like, "Yo, no, this is wrong, man." Do your drugs in, like, yo, do it in increments, whatever. You want to get high, get high. But, yo, you got to live, man. You got a daughter. You got a mom. For in Lil Peep's case, you got people who love you, whether you want to believe it or not, yeah. man. You came from somebody. Someone birthed you, so someone has feelings for you that cares about you. You can't do that. You know what I mean? I, w- I went through all those, like, painkillers from football, like, after, like, my injuries, and I got all the prescription, like, prescribed. Yeah. So I've done, like, I got, like, perks and, like, oxys just for injuries. Let's get that clear. Um... But I can see why people, if you're like going through some stuff, mm. why they would get addicted. Oh, like yeah, you feel incredible. It's on that. insane. Yeah, like it's bro, like it's liquid I, heroin. Like it's. Yeah. I it, believe you because I did a volume and that shit put me out like a baby. And I said, no, I ain't going for it. Yeah. Like that. if you if you like I was going through some stuff, I'd, I had to stop playing football. And like I could see if anyone's like struggling or whatever, why they'd want to take that just to like kind of mask that pain. So I can't even pick me up ever. Bro. Yeah. Since I like since I went through that, like I can't I can't like shit on anyone for it because like I get it. It's it's and it's hard thing to like stop too. 
Like the Zannies and that, like it's bad. Bro, I know guys who pop Zannies, yeah. like fucking Flintstone, fucking. That stuff's the worst for you. That's the stuff that. That's the only stuff that alcohol and that's the only stuff that can kill you through withdrawal. So yeah. it's uh, it's no people. Zannies are the worst. Like people don't realize, like that. That shit's hard. Like you, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, but, but I mean, R- they're kind of R- fun. Peter, little Pete, man. Bless his How do you feel about his music? Quickly. I've never listened to his music. I've never heard a little Pete song. Whoa, Gabe! Say? What do you have to say about that? <laughs> no, no. I honestly, I just started. If I like, heard a song by him, I wouldn't know it's by him. I like he he had a he had a thing. Like I don't know. I understand people not like his music, but like that mash with like emo and yeah, like hip hop and yeah, yeah. Like, is he kind of like Trippy Red? Yeah, he, so not like not this really. dude's like he's like huge and like Russia and stuff too because he's like he's oh, they love that shit. he's dark yeah he's that dark dark, dark yeah, and, but it's yeah, like it's like like fo- some follow boy lyrics with some like a trap yeah, beat and like, like a hip hop beats and stuff we, we might not bump Jesus here but yeah they're bumping Yeezus oh yeah and, and it's like but That's I mean it's not a whole album I listen to but I could appreciate that he had a wave that people were definitely gonna ride and I think he was gonna be big so it's unfortunate but but. You need people around you to, to like really grab you and say, "Yo, you're not doing this anymore." Regardless, if you're gonna fight. If you're gonna fight me, you're gonna fight me. If you're gonna hate me, you're gonna hate me. But I'm not letting you do this no more. There was that video too. There were he was dead for like eight hours, and people were just recording it because they thought he's passed that's out. That's another fucked like, up that's thing some in crazy. Sh- fucked up shit happens, and the first thing people think to do is go like this. Yeah. yeah. It's like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, so how did he? So how he OD'd? So he OD'd, and like he, I guess he OD'd, but you pass out, right? You, and then his friends were just like, "This he does this every week on the tour bus, whatever." But he was blue. Like, if you knew anything about drugs, this this dude was dead. <laughs> and <laughs> they just were recording for hours, and they didn't realize till like seven hours later that he had been dead on the bus the whole time. He wasn't sleeping. He was if, if you're dead. Really lucky they don't get charged too for negligence. Oh yeah, true. Very good point. Actually, it's just stupidity. Dead for seven hours and you're taping him being dead. Yeah, Snapchats, people like that. So, can you still find that on the internet? Or? Yeah, yeah, it's still up there. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I'm not going to look. I don't, I, I, you, you, I, you're definitely going to look. I don't That's even, I don't even <laughs> watch like gruesome sports injuries, let alone people being dead. It's crazy for seven because hours. Was, Yeah, you I, see that? I saw it live, but if I didn't, I wouldn't search it out. Like, it's gross. Man. Oh, I had to see it. Oh, oh. <laughs> I love that stuff. Yeah, man, it's funny because I was watching the broadcast live, like I said, and I don't think they showed too many replays. They, they saw how bad it was from the get go, and they didn't really show it yeah, after that. The NBA is usually quick to like cut that stuff off. Sean Which Livingston one? Got it the worst, though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. injury is disgusting. And he came back. And he came back yeah, two rings. That's why I like him though. Cause and he that, came back from the that Louisville injury. one too, with the bone straight out the shin. Oh yeah, that's was gross. One of the most. There was one in football this year too. This dude's well, like Zach, leg, no, Zach yeah. Miller for the Bears. See, that's I did. I did insert that out. Amputated. And the 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 worst part about that one is the fact that because it was a touchdown play, they had to keep replaying it because they had to confirm that it was a touchdown. Was a touchdown. Oh, wait, so wait, wait, kept, wait, wait, stop! We can't be talking about sports. Gabe doesn't like it when we talk sports <laughs> in this podcast. I'm just okay. saying there's two separate issues. So they kept. We got two shows now. So. Well, um. This right, is culture. Story. Well, we, we, we'll do a little bit of a hybrid, okay? Did you see LeVar Ball on CNN? Well, I saw Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I saw some of the clip, like, because I was cutting it for work and shit, but, um, yeah, he's, he's absolutely a genius. I told you, he's a bigger genius than Kanye, bro. This guy, guy, this guy is this guy isn't a beef with the president of the United States, Yo, and he got on CNN. Peep this. Though. He got on CNN. What's the difference between Lavar Ball and Muhammad Ali? Uh, Muhammad Ali was athletically <laughs> one of the like the, okay. one of the best athletes okay. of all time. What else? Um, Muhammad Ali's like a figure for standing up for something, not right. But well, they both have big fucking mouths. Mouth. Yeah, shit, right? Yeah. But, but so, but, but the thing is, but Muhammad Ali Muhammad could back it up. Could back it up himself. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know if LeVar but, can back it up in the same way. But LeVar, he technically, he is. He's not talking about himself. He's saying, my son is great. No, but he's not anymore. He's talking about no, how his son, nice. his son that, got that, shot. His no. son was caught for shoplifting no, 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 in China. Lonzo Ball is nice. He's averaging. He when he played his bad games, he's getting triple double. No like, sports. Numbers, <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, look, I think people just don't like Lavar because Lavar's talking talk, the truth, yeah. and he basically said. But what? But was it the truth? Because what if Donald Trump did? Donald, help? He, that's the thing. That's what he's saying. Did you watch the interview? I just Sorry, saw. A little, I just saw. A little so that's bit the of a thing. Clip. He's like Donald. Th- th- like any president, any position, it was gonna. Lavar, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're in cahoots with Trump. If he doesn't say thank you, you're a loud muscle. Either way, I'd rather him say. He put himself in that position. But what he said in this interview was it would have happened anyways without Trump. He really enjoys it, man. This was just typical Trump trying to take like credit for whatever. Like this had nothing to do with Trump. Like someone told him you need to do this, Uh, and it was just typical like American politics. Trump's the little white kids that used to get punked, bro. He wasn't a cool white. He's bad. I think the. He all this theatrics and stuff while Lonzo was in college. It worked. It got a shoe deal. It got Lonzo to be picked second overall. It's maybe still he worked. Maybe. Bro. But here's the thing. I think that in a way, if Lonzo was absolutely balling out, I think clearly we differ on how Lonzo's doing because he is putting up some triple doubles, but he's also shooting. Yeah, but he's shooting horrendously and all this stuff. It's ten games. He'll come around. Who pushes the ball. He ain't got to shoot good right now. I know he doesn't. Everyone around him has to shoot good. But public perception right now, like you see all these young players coming up and Lonzo, like you see the Ben Simmons and you see the Ben Simmons has a trash shot. It's crazy how well he gets to the hoop though. Well, he sorry. Has an unfair advantage. He's, he sat a whole whole year. True, but I think and p- practice at this. At speed. least public perception, whether it's right or wrong, I think people think Lonzo is underperforming a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. I feel like if he was performing up to the expectations of number two overall, um, Lavar wouldn't have to be so outrageous because Lonzo's play could do the talking for him. He's going to be outrageous no matter what. Tell you though. what, Lonzo, get ten points along with those um, eight assists. And you had eleven last, last. I agree night. with you, man. Yeah, I think so. I think he. I think the shooting rolls on mental. You look at young point guards like Jason Kidd. They yeah, shot horribly. Yeah. The shot will come five on. Years Kobe to get was a shot. pretty bad his first year too. Yeah. In terms of like shooting and Jason Kidd so. took like five years to get a shot. I think everyone agrees, like all the professional sports analysts agree, that the, the shot will shot. come. No. Yeah, exactly, right? DeMar is just finally getting a bit yeah, of a three-point shot. He'll, 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 he'll come back. But just back, just back on LeVar, like he's, at, like he's absolutely a genius. Like the fact that he got on CNN and got a beat for Trump is one of the most incredible things. But I think the funniest thing that came out of this is the fact that Trump supporters <laughs> got mad at LeVar Burton thinking that he was LeVar Ball. So they sent a whole bunch of tweets at him. I don't see know how stupid people who support him are. Stupid. Do you know who LeVar Burton is? is he he played, uh, he was on Star Trek. Yeah, and he's the reading Rainbow guy. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, even yeah. LeVar, yeah. it's you know, LeVar. You know when people he helped read? I'm, I'm only they couldn't even <laughs> notice that was spelled differently? <laughs> no. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. His That's is like, funny. Oh, yeah. So, wait, what is it? Okay, so here's one of the tweets. LeVar Burton, you're a has-been actor with a thief for a son, and Trump is the president of the United States. <laughs> get, get the picture. That's um, so funny. This is the world we live in, though, too. <laughs> I just want to point yeah, out, it's man. Been the Our world president, president wa- washed-up actor, check. Sun caught stealing in China, check. Trump still president, check. But none of that is true, huh? Jesus, man. Like, All at LeVar Burton. Like, come on. I don't. Come I'm on. LeVar Burton. I'm flipping that shit, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to get. Know. Yo, can I get in a movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll, bro. I'll, I'll play LeVar Burton. <laughs> <if you guys, laughs> His followers probably went up a shit ton, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I followed him. 
<laughs> At least his name's out there, like you said, man. Yeah. I need publicity. Is good publicity. He doesn't get to talk. His name's Lil Popsicle, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who? One of, one of the guys who sent the tweet. The guy who called him a uh, wash-up uh, actor. Check. Son, she's stealing China. Check. Trump's still president. Check. But none of that is true, huh? Your your name's Lil, Lil Popsicle, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was also like, you know, Marshawn Lynch sat down too, and that blew Ooh, yeah. up. Yeah. And people like. It was. Uh, well, going to say the Marshawn stand up. It's, so it's not. It's no, not that he's he uh, he sat for the American national the, anthem, and then he stood up. For yeah, for but the Mexican national people are anthem. so stupid. Trump supporters went on and were like, "Did you know that uh, Mexico didn't even recognize black people to vote until like last year?" But what it really was is they they just addressed that like this percentage voted or whatever. So it's like it just shows how stupid these people are getting mad about. This. It's too much to explain, but basically. They made idiots of themselves again, and were just putting their ass oh, out there like that again. Human beings are very dumb, myself included. I don't know much. You I'm the I mean? dumbest. I don't. Know you know, much. You, you know more than Gabe. You know I more mean, than Gabe. I don't know much. So imagine what these people who are talking is rubbish know. Yeah, it's always the people who know the, le- the least that have the biggest mouths. So that's why I like to talk. Did you see the? <laughs> You see the uh, video today of so the George. Well, like, D- way to skip the net neutrality one, but like. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand it. You speak, didn't, well, you didn't speaking, tell me. I don't well, understand. Speaking in, speaking about the internet, uh, net neutrality is trying to be repealed. Um, so basically, what that means is that your ISP, so like Rogers and Bell, like this is going ha- happening in the states. It's not happening here, but it's going to affect us if it does go through. Uh, but basically, like Rogers and Bell would be able to. Uh, determine what packages you can use and like you'd be able to limit what sites you can access so for example like they could bundle a package and have like Netflix Twitter Facebook like all in one social media package and then you'd have to pay for that but you wouldn't be able to access other sites like Google Amazon and something else and you'd have to pay and they control the speeds yeah they could control the speeds of the sites and basically promote what websites they want you to use that tells me they can already fucking do it they're just gonna implement it now well, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get a law passed in order to get it implemented. A teenage boy's going to be upset. You're going to make them pay for porn. I'd be mad, too. You know, yeah. You're going to be upset, bro. Pornhub's going to go so slow. They're also, Pornhub's like the leader of trying to stop this. Like, they're well, putting yeah, money Netflix behind it. Netflix doesn't want to do it either. Yeah. Like, there's a whole bunch of big uh, websites and, that don't want this And happen. if you're a small business, sense, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're screwed. screwed. Like it's, all the, yeah, all the big websites are going to dominate this. And everyone who's trying to get on the come up or like is a smaller time business is just going to get ruined by this. So. The, be- the people behind this are actually like straight past. evil. Like it's Yeah, actually, this would be like the worst crazy. thing to happen. It's exactly. to tell me what I can... What Listen, let's, let's be honest. Everyone's just going to end up illegally streaming everything they want to watch anyway. But the, the speeds won't even... You can't even watch the stuff you want to watch. That's the thing. You can't go to these limit, illegal yeah, sites. So they can limit, throttle that down so low, yeah, low and you can't even view it. Rogers, you're like, oh, it's not yeah. Netflix. You're getting a slower yeah. speed. Fuck off. Bro. I'm going to the library, bro. I'm going to use this <laughs> Toronto Public Library. Fucking you won't even be able to access them. So, like, yeah, so like, let's say you news, want to you know to how much it's going to affect news, too? Like, if you can't have these small, like, reporters and that doing anything, and like, that's what most of the you're just going to have Fox News pumping yeah, it in. Social media and stuff. Yeah. yeah, people aren't even fucking doing their little, on um, what they used to do back in the day when they come up with their stories and they go over it. They just go straight. It's to trouble, Ben. And they just, okay, this is that, this is that. Okay, we're talking about this. Why? It's hot on Twitter. It's trending. That's it, man. Strike it on my news. Man. So, fuck net neutrality. I'm glad we addressed this that. Let's just call this podcast fuck. <laughs> and you guys have Bitcoin? <laughs> not, <laughs> no, not I don't yet, have Bitcoin. But it's, but it's blowing up. Is that, I thought it was already a thing. So yeah, it's been yeah, well, it's still, it's still, it's still it's rising. Over it's over $10, the plebs are on it now. We'll, keep, uh, we'll keep our eyes on that one. Um, did you guys see the video of... <laughs> so funny to me. So, uh, the Atlanta Falcons 
have a brand new beautiful stadium like it's unreal uh, so they used to have this old stadium called the Georgia Dome uh, which was studded for a long time and was a great home field advantage in itself so they just like they called it like they imploded the stadium they blew it up basically and the weather network set up a camera to watch this happen because it's cool to see buildings explode let's be honest and then what, what happened, this, this bus just pulls up right in front of the camera as it's happening, and you miss the entire thing. You just get a video of a bus picking Yo, people play the, up. Yo, play the video, though. It's actually hilarious. You, the guy's but, but you need to see it. Come on. No, but you can hear the guy's reaction, though. That's what joke's move, about. Move, bus. <laughs> All right, we'll play the video, then. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, so it implodes now. <laughs> Is it, isn't this live? Like he's cursing so on th there? That's the voice of the cameraman. <laughs> you know what's really gonna pop out this? Some kid from Toronto is gonna do the Toronto man version to this. It's gonna blow up. You Thank do, me you, later. Yeah, you just Thank me later. You guys, can have, you guys can have that happen. idea. Can you imagine? Yo, what Guan fam? <laughs> Duh, are you dumb? That's so I funny. Martin, dude McFly, one of those well, guys. Yeah, you guys, yeah, you're yeah, welcome. Yeah. There's your next lick, bro. All right, so so uh, <laughs> that's so funny. And speaking of news, do you guys see Clay Thompson on the uh, on the New York City news? I did not see. Well, I saw the clip before, obviously the episode, but I didn't see it when. When it first happened. What is he talking about? Like beams or something? Like the yeah, scratches? so Scaff, as, far, as far as I yeah, can yeah. tell, as far as I can tell, like Thompson's just dressed as like an average Joe on the streets in New York, even though he is like six foot eight and probably catches your eye. But I think what happened was the camera guy and the interviewer probably just thought he was like a regular dude. And then in post, they realized like, oh crap, that's actually Clay Thompson. Because at the bottom it says like Clay Thompson, yeah. NBA player. But they just asked him about the, the scaffolding on building. So... It's actually a really funny clip. It's funny they actually took the time to answer that and was like super like detailed about it. He's like, oh, it's pretty cool, actually. That's not even surprising, though. People think LeVar Burton is LeVar Ball. So. Yeah. But <laughs> Clay Thompson is a trip. He's Kinda funny. Clay. But you, do you, you yeah. remember in the offseason when uh, Adrian Peterson down in, yeah, I heard down about in Texas, he got asked about cars or something. I'm just going to pull up the clip right now. If you guys want to talk. Well, I pulled the clip. Jesus Christ. Well, you should have already had it pulled up. Yeah, come on. Host? I want to turn the volume up. <laughs> that's just Clay talking about scaffolding. I think that's hilarious. What does he, yeah, like, he, he even know about it? That's, that's the thing. Well, he's just talking like from a... He's just being nice. <laughs> exactly, yeah, man. pull that all out of his ass. Like. just answer this shit and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I block that guy's enjoying life though. Man. Yeah, like man. he was in China, just having a good time. He's like, he's good, man. He gets his millions. He still gets his points, and he's high all the time. Like, he's well, they're passing the ball a lot more this year too, yeah. which is like helpful. I think but, we're seeing Houston as that blow up. Philadelphia is playing really well, but I, Golden State—they're not breaking a single sweat, man. No, Boston—they're right. not breaking a sweat. Like mentally, maybe when they're it comes to play them city. in the finals, sure. Like I don't give a, a rat's ass if Boston just beat them. Come playoff time is a whole different, yeah, different animal. Yeah, some guy. Boston's not making it past. Kyrie's a beast. So. I don't know. He might. Kyrie might pull one out his ass this year, man. Well, we know his history against the it's Warriors. Not, it's not so. time yet. Maybe next year, or the year after. Surprise, not yet. Man. Not yet. 
takes this one little injury over there on Golden State. You know, someone not. I don't think they'll get past Cleveland. Someone, someone give um, what's Curry a nice little hit in his ankle. You know. <laughs> <laughs> True, true. Where's Zaza Pachulia? He's on their team or Bruce Bowen or someone you need him, bro. So, Block, what we do every week is we do... Wait, wait, no, we can't skip the story, though, real quickly. Some guy guy started a fund for fighting Russ on the internet, bro. That is hilarious. This is my... And I hate... I don't even like Russ. That's why I'm happy that this is actually a story. Because I'll... The rapper? Yeah, yeah. the rapper. Like, I'll I'll pay... Throw money into this. I'll yeah, throw five dollars. I have no money. I'm so broke, and I would pay for this. Right, I, I just don't. I just don't mess with the him. The dude's like, so obnoxious and like just it's so arrogant. And I can't stand the guy. No, no, but there's just something about. He talks about stuff. doing it all by himself, but his dad is like an industry is in the industry so and help what? put him on and so help what? put him on. Chan says he's independent all the time. Yeah, but like. <laughs> no, there's just something. And Ru- like, Russ is like full of shit, though. Yeah. He's talking about like bringing him, putting himself on, and like but working you know, up from the bottom. You know and like he's not doing shit it. When they're talking about that a lot, like, yo, I'm independent. Yo, if I'm independent doing it, I don't want you to know. <laughs> but just I don't everything want you he to says, know I just what can't. I'm doing on my own, you know what I mean? Because he ain't to come over here and investigate and fuck my shit up. I'd rather just, you know what I mean? Whatever you think is going on, that's what's going on. Okay? It's more, like, just leave it at that. He, he, like, he preaches about like being good and like being clean and all that stuff. But this was the same guy who was like not too long ago doing all those kinds of drugs and stuff like that. It's the way that he approaches yeah, those situations. Like, like he, he talks down like on people. I, yeah, he talks he was down. In that yeah. situation. Yeah. So. Like he had that shirt where like everyone who like pops pills or like like it just the way he like talks and like it's just so airy. I can't stand the Remember, dude. Remember guys, man. he got his cell, you know. That's his that's his brand. No, no, I hate this. Granted, the kid the kid who wants to fight him doesn't look like he could probably beat Russ. And that's but. what's even funnier <laughs> though. Like if you but hate the fact that he's yeah, so yeah. much that you're like whoop. The fact that he's down to go for it, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll throw five dollars. Oh, I'll throw man, five dollars. Pay for his flight. Fun to fight Russ. <laughs> wow. His his goal is ten thousand, so oh. Better fun. Like, That's actually hilarious. Else, like, <laughs> I mean, give me some money. It would be even funnier if he lost. Some money so I can take fucking Karuchi mm. or Cassie <laughs> on a date. Just, you know, pay for $10,000. Give me money for that. I don't want to fight no man. Does Russ get a say in this? No. Apparently not. He <laughs> just, just has to do up. it. Yeah, he'll just Watch pull him up. Put up the money. What if he gets 10K and then, and then Russ is like, ah, I don't want to fight this. It's still guy. just funny. I don't think and he ran away we with put 10K. money towards anything. So. He ran off with 10K on your ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a smart, it's a good business move. He's pushing his stuff. Better than Mayweather, man. He'd throw one punch, bro. 10 rounds. <laughs> so, Block, if, what we do, every single podcast, we do what's called the flavors of the week. Right. So we each just toss out something. It could be a movie. It could be a, a book you said you were reading. Anything at all that we just want the, the people at home to check out and just uh, just see what we're into for this week. So we're going to go around pretty quick and block, talk about your album, talk about whatever book you're reading, whatever you want to talk about, okay? All right. All right, so I, I'm going to start off. <laughs> I'm going to start off. I'll give it um, – I'm going to throw it back to sports, though, is this Thanksgiving football, man, on Thursdays. Thursday this week, there's three games back to back to back, and all I'm going to do is eat some turkey and watch some football. You're, yeah, I was gonna say no, but I'm, no, <laughs> but it's all part of it. It's all part of the experience. I did kind of miss. I, I, like, I just go to the mar- I go to the market. I go to Walmart. I can go anywhere I want. Um, but no, I, I, I missed. What well, sorry? Nah, man, I might because I think uh, maybe some friends or some we might just get together. Oh, I'm me to bomb yeah, man, but I kind of miss Canadian Thanksgiving. Like, it kind of flew by, so I kind of want to to celebrate this one. Okay, give give my thanks. You're allowed to stay home for this. Yeah. Kind of. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. I take the day off every year. I'm going to Detroit. Per- you're like, oh, you're yeah? actually American, though, so it kind of yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because the, the Lions play every year, too, in the Thursday game. 
Yeah, true. Yeah, oh, so you're going to go to the actual stadium? Or you're just no, gonna no, go I'm just going to go home. Get the atmosphere? Go, yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, cause, like, I work in Liberty Village now, right? So it's kind of like when TFC go play home, like, I'm just going to stick around there and just, like, soak. Oh, man, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. shorties there are top-notch, bro. It's top-notch. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you. I'm, dude, I'm telling you. Anyway, the, I, okay, Gabe, how about for you? Flavor of the week. Sorry? Your flavor of the week. Oh, bro. okay. So I just found this yesterday that was actually pretty interesting. I thought it was going to be a bit different. Like, I thought it was going to be about, like, uh, Drake and some of these guys. But it's a documentary that Noisy just put out called Six Rising, which uh, – Kind of turns the attention to the. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Pops was telling me earlier, but I don't yeah. Know so it from turns the city's local rap scene into a hyper competitive, prolific, and highly creative environment where young artists are fighting for attention on the world stage. Which is, I think, is a bit dramatic, but uh, that's how they explained it. But there was like, it was just interesting. Gross. It was a bunch of. There's some of the rap, and I went in like YouTube. Some of these guys, and they all got like millions of hits. And that um, you hear the Pressa. His voice, though, man, like his his voice. But uh, it was just interesting. It was an hour-long documentary, kind of about like uh, some of the lesser-known but popular YouTube and like SoundCloud. Is is that where you found Idiot Glam? Sorry, is that where you? No, but my boy did the production for that. We played football together. Yeah, yeah. They they just had a song with Nav. They're I don't know. Oh, that's some fucking Ryan. Not that's his name. You knew the one dude, right? Derek, Derek, yeah, Derek Wise and um Idiot Camino. Yeah, so they were at the I, I was at the Black concert and they came on and then the, one of my boys was there. I was like, what the hell? Is, what's the deal and stuff? And uh, he told me about their music. He produced that song that they have with Nav and I checked out the whole album. It sounds like a like Nav's last album basically. Um, it's it's I don't know. It's catchy. Uh, but yeah, it was good. It put the spotlight on some kind of like the Toronto scene, I guess, and it was pretty. So, who are some of the young artists that were on it though? Besides, uh, I can't remember the, the Pressa dude. I think the '88 guys were in it too, and that guy's been grinding for a while though. So. Yeah, and like I mean, they got like two million hits on YouTube now. So, and they had a couple other guys. I'm sure you would recognize some of the names. Like you said, I don't know any of the Toronto like rap scene, so that's why it was pretty interesting. Um, just trying to like that. I don't know, guests have their own sound and everything like that. It was just, it was good. It was interesting. The time flew by, like, nothing to write home about, but it was a good little documentary. So this is on, this is on Noisy's, like, YouTube channel or whatever? Yeah, just go I'll on, it. just call Six Rising. That's right, it. I'll it check it out. It's on YouTube, the whole thing. I Because for so long, like, Toronto just used to be, like, riding waves off of, like, New York. Like, that's what they usually did, but... Yeah, now, well, now like, like we actually have our own scene, which is dope. Like, that's yeah, I looked up. The there's like, things. and there's that other two, the um, really Mount Kilimanjaro or whatever you heard that. Like that, Asian, I mean, like we have our own sound for the most part. That Asian rapper too, like Mount Kilimanjaro or whatever. There's, that's like five million hits on YouTube too. There's a cu- the, ma- oh, the, ma- the, ma- the mountain's called Kilimanjaro. Is it named after the mountain? I don't know, man. Okay, but like, there's like they all have millions of hits on YouTube, so someone's listening. Pops. All right, uh, minus no dope on Sundays by Sahai the Prince. He is on Good Music, which is the label owned by technically Def Jam, um, but also Kanye West and now President Pusha T. He dropped his album on Friday, and in a world that we are getting dumber by the second, he came out with some lyrical ass shit. Um, I'm not really with the singing on this album, but from top to bottom in terms of like lyricism and how well he spits on the beats, like the beats are nice too. Uh, it's a dope project as a whole. Probably top three albums dropped this year. Like I'd put it in there. So, really? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's hard. I haven't listened to it. But like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Block, take us home here, buddy. Uh, my flavor of the week is Say No More, my EP. <laughs> <laughs> as it should be. As it should dropped be. on November 15th, 14th. I mean, uh, That'd be yours 15th, too, four friend. tracks. Please go bump that oh, on SoundCloud. Episode, so Block Uno. 
find. Um, on Instagram, that's Block Uno, B L O C K U N. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 